The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Jim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for Muslim friends. I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning, here on Saturday morning. And uh, let me get some formalities out of the way, and we'll get right into our topic SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you can check us out. It's a little string here around my shirt. <laughs> um, go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you can catch the live video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio there on Sons of Liberty Media. And uh, you can also catch that live video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. And that's tied to my Periscope account, which is Setting Brush Fires. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com is where you can catch us every weekday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. on Saturdays, and then Bradley's on Monday through Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And then you can also catch us at DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. The Sons of Liberty on DLive.tv. Glad to have our friends uh, join us over there at DLive. And then finally, if you're branching out into social media, Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.life, check us out over there at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media, whichever one we could pick up at the time. Uh, we're also, we also have the phone lines open, so if you've got a question um, for Kate this morning on the subject we're talking about, which is going to be the, the, the heavy metals attack on our body, and then she's going to also fill us in on some other things that are going on uh, with her as we started last week. There's some things developing. She's got... Uh, She's got round two with the with the bad guys over there in London on Monday. So she's going to fill us in on a little bit of that, too. If you want to call in, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. And those who are watching, uh, of course, the number's there in the bottom right-hand portion of the screen. Now, with that said, I'm going to bring Kate on. We had a little trouble getting her on, so we're going to have to set her up again on the video portion. But uh, let me unmute her here, and uh, we'll get started as soon as it comes up. Unmute. There you go. Hi. Hey, good morning. I'm having such, such, the devil's, the gremlin in the works, honestly. I I can't tell you, every time I try to do an interview, if I want to load a video up, I need to drive out of my house and go up the road. I can't load a video from my house. It's really odd. Yeah, and you're you're supposed to have that. You're supposed to have that 5G stuff turned on too, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, not in my house. I mean, my my house is so cranky. Uh, So, hey, good morning, everyone. Just listening, who everyone who knows me, natural knows of a toxic world. Before we start, Tim, this is really pertinent. Can I read you this? Please. 
okay? So any minute now, I'm going to like keep my daughter quiet, who's just nipped in in the background in a bikini to go to the toilet. And I'm trying to block the screen so no one can see her if she okay. past me. Never work with children and pets. <laughs> so um, the, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. Psalm 91 to 2. I'm just going to let the daughter off past me. I'm blocking. The next one. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. And that's 1 Corinthians 6, 19. The last one. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29, 13. So... This is all. This is all pertinent. Incidentally, these are my uh, my uh, three pound fifty from the supermarket specs, and I love them because they make everything, including my eyeballs. So that's just put all the optometrists out of business. You can just buy these. <laughs> so um, heavy metals, we're all exposed to them all the time. Uh, there is a, my website is going up, but my YouTube channel was taken down. But not to be beaten, I've got another one up and I'm also going to be on Disseminate TV. I'm loading up. So my heavy metals video is now back on YouTube, Kate Shemarani, Natural Nurse in a Toxic World. And it's also going to be on Brighty on Bitshoot, Disseminate TV. So heavy metals, what are they? You've got your lead, your cadmium, your arsenic. You've got all of your heavy halogens. You've got your mercury. Um, where are they found? Well, they're found in traffic. They're found in all your makeup, your foods, even your cigarettes, your vaccines. And just let me tell you, 60% of lipsticks on the US market contain lead. So that's toxic. It's a neurotoxic. Um, so how do we get exposed to these heavy metals? I'm going to go through this really quickly because I'm going to get on to the really tasty stuff after this. Okay. How do we get exposed to these? Uh, we get exposed to them when we're inside uh, our mums, when we're developing whatever she's exposed to comes through the placenta. Don't forget, we get her blood. That's how we grow. That's how we're fed. So we get exposed to whatever she's exposed to. And then when we're born, we get it in the breast milk. So we first get it over the placenta barrier, then we get it in the breast milk. And then we're exposed to it all around. And don't forget, you know, everyone gets their babies, they head off down the supermarket, they buy all these disgusting, and listen, I was guilty, but I'm not anymore. Uh, but I don't have any babies anymore, but I'm just saying. Um, all of these disgusting products that are aimed at the mum and baby market. Uh, and um, one of them that was in a very high court case, Johnson & Johnson with their baby powder proved to cause ovarian cancer, actually proved to cause it. So these lovely babies come out and then we splatter them. We cover them in all these toxic, uh, toxic cocktail of stuff and it's in the food as well. And then, uh, you know, making up the baby bottles, fluoridated water, I mean, you couldn't make this. Babies are so much more susceptible. This studies, Harvard study on that, on the effects of fluoride on the brain of a child and, and how it lowers the IQ. So when we're cooking, so, so all of your cooking products, your aluminium line solvents, I mean, that is so toxic. You put a budgie in the room when you, when you start scraping your aluminium and then cook that, turn that pan on, the budgie will drop dead. That's fact. Don't try that at home, folks. Uh, and that wasn't saying that we should all be killing budgies. Anyone out there that loves birds, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that's what happens when you've got your birds in a room. When you're scraping your aluminium pans, you can actually kill them. In your home, all of your cleaning products, all of your fire retardants, all of your furniture, your curtains, 
your carpets, these have all got bromine in them. All of your pe personal care products. Everyone's going like this with their aluminium rolling it under your armpits. You don't need it, just wash them. Um, that's really toxic aluminium. Goes through the blood-brain barrier. We've already talked about that. Wi-Fi opens the blood-brain barrier. Low blood sugar opens the blood-brain barrier. Um, sunstroke opens the blood-brain barrier. Having a high temperature opens the blood-brain barrier. So all these things then just flood in, accumulate in your brain and kill you. So you don't, you don't want to be putting more and more in there. So all of your shampoos, uh, skincare products, your food, all your food, your pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, you know, when I drive down the road, I see these uh, on the dual carriageway. Not, it's a bit quiet now, but normally, you know, cars hurtling past and there'll be a, um, a stand by cherries, by cherries. And they've got all these cherries laid out, getting soaked in all this cadmium. Come and buy our cherries covered in all this lead and cadmium and, and then we'll help you get it to the brain with the Wi-Fi. Um, so don't, you know, just think about what you're buying. And if you're buying non-organic foods, I know it's a little bit more expensive, but you just buy less. You don't waste. And uh, if you're buying non-organic, first of all, it's nutrient deficient. Second, it's got lots of, uh, lots of chemicals on it, which you don't want in your body. And a lot of those chelate all of your good things that you need and take it straight out of the body. So your foods, again, what I've said, poor soil, glyphosate. We know what that is. Glyphosate chelates zinc. So you're getting plants that have no zinc in them. Zinc is 2.7 billion people in the world are deficient in zinc. So think about your toys that you buy your children. The Silk Road opened again a couple of years ago, or last year or the year before. The Silk Road, so you've got a lot of products coming in from China that are not uh, safe. And the paints, and then our babies are putting these toys in their mouths, chewing them, and they've got toxic lead paint on them. That's facts. So if you're heading out buying cheap toys, because you're on a low budget, and very soon people are going to have no need. Don't be tempted to buy those things. Kids don't need them. They don't need them. So then we get onto your water. Remember, your fluoride in your water. And then getting onto the mercury that's in the vaccines. And I, I am going to tell you ways that you can get rid of this. So what would be a symptom um, that you've got these heavy metal tox toxicity, cancer, dementia, Alzheimer's, autism, fatigue, thyroid function, low thyroid function, Parkinson's, infertility, infertility. I think it's 3.5 million people in the UK are infertile. Now, I had a patient, she's wonderful, Maricela from Ireland, had been unable to conceive for eight years. And then she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She did the full Gerson therapy. Within eight months of being on that therapy, she got pregnant. She was advised that possibly to have a termination because they'd never, you know, you know when, when you have high estrogen, that's a growth promoter and it can really accelerate your cancer. She didn't want to do that. And thank God she didn't. That child's over a year old now and beautiful. And her and her husband have got this gift from God because she cleaned up her diet. Um, she's since she's had a mastectomy, but nothing else. And she's really clean with her diet and she's still well. And that child is thriving. So Lyme's disease, MS. Now let's talk about the liver a minute. Your liver is your site foreman. All of your blood from your entire body, your entire circulation goes through your liver every three minutes. So if you want to detox these heavy metals, you need to keep your liver clean. Your liver is your only organ in your body that can regenerate. And what your liver does in an attempt to stop these nasties from doing you harm, it packages them in fat and ships them back out. And this is Dr. Gerson recognized that the heart is to vascular disease, the liver is to cancer. And his 
whole program, which is what I followed for cancer eight years ago, following surgery, is to detox the liver, remove all the heavy burdens, and then replenish the body. So toxicity and deficiency leads to an inability to generate immune response. So how would you keep your liver clean? Stop putting all the toxic stuff in it for, for starters, what I've just talked about. And then you can think about detoxing it. You could do a coffee enema. Don't mock it till you've tried it. Um, everyone I know that I tell them to do a coffee enema, they always wince and cringe. They do one and then they're hooked for life. I've been doing them for eight and a half years. I used to do them five a day. Now I do one to two a day. I love it. It's my favorite time of the day. That's how I take my coffee. I take it in the other end and I don't have sugar and creamer with it. Um, so a burdened liver will lead to disease. So um, these are the things. Uh, who's, at, who's at risk, incidentally, of these heavy metal toxicity? All of us. All of us. All of our children, especially, particularly builders because of all the um, products that they work with. Printers with this, the ink. I know printers who've got cancer uh, and they've had to have their hands removed because they're dealing with this this ink all the time. And remember, all your till rolls, all your money, it's plastic with ink on it. Anyone in the healthcare industry, they're just exposed to so many chemicals, all the cleaning products, all this disgusting hand gel. It's got benzene in it. It's got other stuff in it. You just need a soap and water, a bar of natural soap and water and wash your hands effectively. Because doctors and nurses, incidentally, I can't remember what the exact time is, but you put this gel on and every so many times you've done it, you're meant to go wash your hands. Well, it used to be that you washed your hands in between every patient and you washed them properly. You know, your thumbs in between your fingers, you wear rings, you don't wear wristwatches. Now I see them in these leather bands and wedding rings, everything else. No, 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 bad care. Stop doing it. So wash your hands properly. Uh, and that's all you need to do. So you don't need all these, these topic things. Think about, again, your food, grass. All of your grass in parks, children's playing fields, schools, they spray it with glyphosate. And then you all go and sit on it and let your toddlers crawl on it and have picnics, then pick up their food and eat it. Do you see? These are things that we don't think of. And then we talk about the vaccine industry. You know what's in that? Uh, thimerosal, mercury, uh, uh, it's, it's hideous. So, so the liver, we keep it clean. Um, we can do the coffee enema. We can take chlorella, 4.2 grams in, in green juices. I think that's like a teaspoon. You can get it as tablets as well. Have a sauna. A sauna makes you sweat. Sweating is one of the ways that you detox. It's good to sweat. Um, it's excellent to sweat. Instead, when you breathe out, you get rid of toxins. So when you are in that mask, that Satan's gag, you're breathing back in your toxins as well. Activated charcoal. You can take that as tablets. You can also take it as a powder and it binds toxins, take them out of the body. Cilantro. You can grow it. Or I've got concentrated cilantro. You can put drops into a juice. Now, here's a really good juice for detoxing. Celery, cucumber, parsley, cilantro. Juice it, knock it back. Fabulous. Um, and now, now let, me, let me ask a question about that, that because you mentioned the Maybe parsley. Yeah, you, you mentioned the parsley and things. And I know that when I took Dr. Berg's thing to deal with the gallbladder uh, stones, which are you know tied intricately there to the liver and to the pancreas, um, one of the things he told me to use was a um, a kale shake, which had kale, parsley, and beet top roots. He was talking, about, I guess, antioxidants um, and the work that they do in there to break down, I guess, the cholesterol, which is what the stones are made of in that. So that's that's healthy too. So I, and we we my wife grows cilantro and all kinds of other stuff out back, little little things like that too. All of this is is good for our liver. Let me ask you one question because one of the things I was told in dealing with gallstones, uh, and it was. 
I guess is a flush for that, a flush for the liver and stuff like that, is going on sort of a apple juice fast. It was something like drinking a quart of yeah, apple well, juice. Well, yeah. Is that, so, so is that helpful? Yeah. So basically the malic acid in apples softens the stone. Uh, and this is why I put patients on carrot and apple juice. Two reasons. First of all, the carrot juice is vitamin A. It's full of vitamins A, B, C, antioxidants, beta-carotene. It's the elixir of health. It's fantastic. Then when you incorporate the apples, the pectin in the apples exponentially increases the uptake of all the vitamins and minerals in the carrots, but also the malic acid in the apples softens all your stones. So that's any stones in your body. So David Wolf has a fantastic gallbladder flush, and that's what he uses. He, he, it's olive oil, drinking apple juice. Uh, but definitely, everybody go on there, David Wolf gallbladder flush. But um, going back on to your heavy metals, your fulvic acid chelates heavy metals. It binds to them, takes it out of the body. Clay tablet or half a teaspoon acts like a magnet and pulls out the heavy metals. Bone broth. Uh, bone broth detoxes and it hydrates. And um, I've just ordered, um, I, I, I don't eat animal. I'm virtually vegan. I have uh, probably a couple of eggs here. But um, I have, uh, occasionally, I go back and have the 200 mils of fat for yogurt, but mainly I'm vegan. But look, I've just ordered four chicken, organic chicken carcasses to put in the freezer. I'm going to have to do it with almost a gag on and um, rubber gloves because it repulses me. But what you do and they've already died, these poor chickens. So they're, they're actually, I, I take it that they're filling you with the word of God so I can go and tell people what to do. But you take these carcasses and you boil one and then simmer it for a couple of hours. And that's your bone broth. And then you can add it to your other soups. And it's really good. And remember Florence Nightingale, they treated the soldiers in the Crimean War with bone broth and raw because it was easy to digest and it promoted healing. It's hydrating. It's a detox. a fantastic. So another one, milk thistle. Really important, the active ingredient in milk thistle is salamarin. And what it does is it encourages um, people with like uh, damaged livers or people that have been drinkers. It's, it promotes um, repair of liver cells and also new cells to be formed. So that's milk thistle, salamarin. You can grow that yourself. Probiotics. And then another thing is PBX by Touchstone Essentials. I'll give you my link. Please buy it from me. Um, I do all these things for nothing. So a girl's got to eat. So they're one of the products that I really like. I signed up to and I do sell. So at least give me the commission, folks. Um, yeah. And, so that's and PBX. By, that's, yeah. And by the way, Kate, we we put that in the archive, uh, the link to your to your store there. So people can get that. So w whenever you see one of our archives on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, it will have that link in there. Just just follow it right up under where the video and podcast is and you'll be able to go to our store. Now, we've got a question in the um in the chat room about this. Um, he says, to ask Kate if it's a good thing to use a foot spa ionizer because it turns the water black from the poisons and metals through the feet. Absolutely. The biggest cause in your body. You get an onion, cut it in half, wipe it on the soles of your feet. You wait about a minute, you'll start to taste that onion in your mouth. That's fact. Everybody go try. It's fantastic. Soles of, uh, the, the pores and the soles of your feet are big. And that's another word of warning. When you're mopping your floors with your toxic stuff in your bare feet, you're getting all that in your body. And that's fact. So, yeah, absolutely. Foot spas. And I just wanted to say, um, you know, the PBX, the spray one, gets the heavy metals from the brain and the drops from the rest of the body. And, and you know, if you're really uh, full of heavy metals, ladies, that's another reason you'll find it difficult to lose weight. 
when you start detoxing your heavy metals, that helps your thyroid to work properly as well. And they've had some fantastic results with weight loss using the PBX products. So yeah, please do buy them. Um, I just want to mention one more thing because this is really good and I'm going to give you the dosage. Um, alpha lipoic acid. Uh, it's on my Natural Nurse in a Toxic World page. I just did a little, a little post on it, but I'm going to do a video on it. So listen, it's really amazing because it does cross the blood-brain barrier and it will, uh, you can get it in the organ meats. But remember, you've got to really think about um, whether they're organic or not. And um, hang on, let me just find, because there was a little bit I wanted to make sure. It, it enhances, so alpha lipoic acid increases cell levels of glutathione as well, a main neutralizing molecule for mercury. It enhances cellular energy production. Remember, sugar in the presence of energy generates ATP. That's what your immune response is. Um, it's a powerful and versatile antioxidant. So what it does is it binds mercury tightly, even in the nervous system, even in your, you know, your brain. And, and it neutralizes the toxicity. <clears throat> it penetrates that blood-brain barrier. So it's really good if you've had vaccines. So this is how much you take. If you take a lot, of, one of the things about alpha-lipoic acid is it lowers your blood sugar. So it's good for people with diabetes. So if you're on any diabetic drugs, always see your doctor because, you know, if you're going to do something natural as well as that, it might lower your blood sugar a bit too much. So this is what I advise. I advise that you take... Um, 10 milligrams of alpha lipoic acid per kilogram of body weight per day. So if you weighed 50 kilograms, that's 500 milligrams a day, split that into four doses so that it doesn't lower your blood sugar too much. So that's what, one, two, five milligrams a day, uh, sorry, a dose, four times a day. So it's 50 milligrams for every kilogram you weigh. So if you weigh 50 kilograms, that's 500 milligrams. Split that into four doses. That's 125 milligrams today. Take it with food. And then it's not going to drop your blood sugar too much because you've just chuffed. Okay. So I got, I got there's your heavy metal. Okay. I got a couple more questions here. Uh, some may go with this. Some may not. Uh, the first one is, um, what about blueberries? With, well, blueberries it, are great. They're antioxidant. They're wonderful. Okay. As long as they're organic. Remember... Remember, the thinner the skin on the fruit, the more pesticides it's going to have in it. So all your strawberries, blueberries, grapes, they're absolutely loaded with pesticides. Unless you're, gro yeah. Unless you're growing, sure unless you're growing them yourself. Unless you're growing them yourself. Better to avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. And the second question is this: um, We have Shanti saying uh, zinc makes her feel sick and vomit. Uh, she said she heard your talk on. I think you mentioned that the other week when we were talking. And um, she said she wanted to ask about using ACV to increase her stomach acid. Is there anything else? Okay. First of all, the 50 milligrams of zinc, don't take that over a long, long period. It's a shortened period, you know, like where or everything else. When you've been doing that for a good six months, you're going to be, you can lower that, but, or you can break that dose up. If you get sick with 50 milligrams, it's because you don't have enough stomach acid. So the best thing to do with that is to take that dose separate. Take 15 milligrams, 15 milligrams. Do it like that. Um, and also, if your stomach acid isn't 1.5 to 3.5, you're not going to extract your nutrients from your food. If you've got a low-functioning thyroid, you're going to have low stomach acid. And when you think that 40% of the women over 40 in the UK have got low, uh, have got low thyroid, and what do they do? They give you thyroxine. 
and then they still carry on having the problems. That's a whole different show. So half an hour before you eat your foods, take 15 to 20 mils of apple cider vinegar in a glass of water. It tastes like cider. Drink it, then have your food. That's going to raise your stomach acid to what it should be. So when these people go, oh, I've got acid reflux, and then they go and take an antacid, or their doctor prescribes them uh, a prescription antacid. The reason they've got that reflux is because the stomach isn't acidic enough and the valve won't close. It just stays open. So you get that reflux. Because for that valve to close, it has to be the correct acidity. Do you see it's all skew with? Yep. But if you suffer from um, um, an ulcerated esophagus or you've got stomach ulcers, always discuss this with your GP first. But apple cider vinegar is fantastic. They took my YouTube channel down. I'm just reloading it all back up because I'm a sneaky minx. I've got a new channel and I've just reloaded the apple cider vinegar. It's on there. The apple cider vinegar video is on there. I'm also on to, uh, it's actually on my Instagram channel now as well. And then it's going to be on everything else. It's already on my YouTube, sorry, on my Facebook page and my natural nursing toxic world facebook page you just got to scroll scroll back beyond this unlawful lockdown fiasco yeah and now so, just um, so people know you're coming off your 30-day fa facebook ban tonight is that right ooh, tomorrow, tomorrow tomorrow okay party on i'll probably be banned tomorrow <laughs> night though yeah well you know the last couple of shows we've done and then some before that youtube has pulled them down within two or three hours uh to to the end of the day last week and we got a strike on that folks that's why we're on my old channel setting brush fires bradley and i uh i think our thing runs out tonight or or I think. Uh, so Monday morning, we'll be back on the Sons of Liberty uh, YouTube channel. If you want to mark the one that we're on now, that's fine. Subscribe to it. That's fine. Um, it just doubles for the Sons of Liberty, but that's why we're on there now. And it's because they're, they don't want to, they don't want anything that goes against the narrative. YouTube doesn't. I know. It, that's how you know. It's like, a, it's like a badge of honor. When you get banned, you know, after a few weeks, you know, you're on the right track. When you get banned straight away, you know, you're really on the right track. And then when people start coming to try and discredit you and you get called into hearings and everything else, then, you know, you're really hot. Yeah. Um, speaking so, uh, of those hearings, <laughs> speaking of those hearings. Now, we started a little bit last oh, no, no, week. Hang on, a sec, hang on a sec. I have okay. to say this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, uh, signs of detoxing, folks. Just so you know, it's quite normal. Um, headache, brain fog. Runny nose. I get a runny nose. One nostril, always my left nostril. Bloating. Just take some enzymes or take the apple cider vinegar. Take some acetol. Take some pancreatine. Take some enzyme forte. Fever. It's normal to get a fever for one day. So you might just be detoxing, and then somebody might take your temperature and throw you in the engine center saying you've got COVID, <laughs> but you're not. You're just detoxing. Um, and then just to put that in there, joint pain. Vomiting and diarrhea, they're all normal signs of detoxing. So don't be afraid. Just carry on. That's your signs. Don't forget the way that your body gets rid of toxins. Sweating, peeing, pooing, barfing, snot. This is how you get rid of it. It's breathing, breathing out. So please carry on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as, as, long as people watch, watch out for not being dehydrated, then everything should be fine. That's just the way the body takes care of itself. And we've been taught, oh, no, yep. no, no, you got to repress that kind of stuff. And sometimes it's really bad. Uh, I, I remember one night I couldn't even go to, I couldn't go to sleep because I was just so nauseous. Um, and my kids had Peppermint tea. You drink peppermint mm. tea when you're nauseous and it, it, oh, it's acidic. So what it does is it closes that valve, but it also cleans the stomach of the bile. It gets the bile out of the stomach. 
peppermint tea, copious amounts, organic. Okay. All right. Now, we, we talked a little bit about the, the hearings you were in the other week. And you've got some things coming up, and I don't know if you want to give out all of your secret weapons here um, that you're going to be using on Monday with oh. these people. But we, we do know that they, they've tried to take you to task over there in London, uh, and you basically owned them uh, there. What was supposed to be, uh, I think it was you said an hour and a half meeting turned into like nine hours that day because the people couldn't get their act together. They didn't know what to do with you. You, you want to tell, uh, maybe reiterate some things uh, from that and then sort of look at what's coming and what some of the things you've discovered, or do you want to hold those things till Monday? We talk about them next week. No, no, basically uh, we all are citizens and we all have a duty to protect one another from genocide. That's the first thing. The second thing as a registered nurse, I have a duty to protect the public. So, um, because I've spoken out very openly, and I'm going to give you some more things in a minute that's going to make everybody uh, possibly have a sleepless night. Um, but uh, uh, I've been I just basically, you know what? It, it began with some mean nurses who I've absolutely called them out. Just because you're trained in a nursing school doesn't mean you know how to heal a body, because I certainly didn't learn how to heal a body in nursing school. And uh, just because you've got letters after your name doesn't mean you know more than the mastery. It just means you know that system that you've been trained in. And it took for me to get cancer to realize that everything I'd been taught, most of it was a complete lie. It was just a big pimp for, for the J.D. Rockefeller Foundation. So, um, so I stood in front of my board because I've said it's a pandemic. It is. It's been proven. Carl Schwartz, I will tell you, the Rockefeller Foundation, the lockstep, Program um, event two hundred one. It's a pandemic. I, I I have some contacts. A guy that moves money for governments. He moved one point eight nine billion dollars, I believe it was in dollars was the currency last week alone. Germany to Africa. So all these people began shifting their cash. The governments just before all this happened. Everybody started. All the CEOs started stepping down. All of the traders started selling everything and buying gold because it's a pandemic. So I can say that. Next is because they're selling vaccine bonds, they're selling pandemic bonds, people are making money off it. The very rich have just got billions of dollars richer. The middle class is set to disappear. And the lower class, I don't like lower class, but people are starving. It is a pandemic, scandemic. I'm going to own that because it's true. But the thing is, I'm sitting in a meeting with a group of people. It's almost like they've been reared in a box with no windows. So they don't know what I'm talking about because they've not seen it. And that's like me trying to say there's actually sunshine outside and the sky's blue and the grass is green because they've been reading a box. They don't know that. So they don't even know the, where I'm coming from. So who are they to judge me when they don't know what I'm presenting them with? And they need to refute it all. And I, I had Judge Weber, a war crimes tribunal judge. He sent me 80 people. Now, they also said because I spoke out against vaccines. What a joke. I mean... No vaccine ever proved safe. Yesterday, I interviewed Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, and there's over 80 expert witnesses that will testify to that. No vaccine ever proven safe. No vaccine ever proven effective. All of the ingredients that go into a vaccine, none of them being tested for their efficacy, what happens when you put them together. No vaccines ever tested when you put them together. So it goes against the Nuremberg Act straight away. It means you're a test. So I was never told in nursing what was in a vaccine. I was taught this rubbish. Oh, they take a little bit of antibodies and a weakened virus and you put it in and stimulates the immune system. No, 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 that's a lie. I wasn't told the ingredients and what they do to the body. The nurse on that board, does she know? I'm going to ask if she knows. I want to find out if she knows because she's not there to judge me if she doesn't know. 
because if she knew, would she do it? I hope to God she wouldn't because it's genocide. And so, the, I mean, what's just come out, a study in the States, 700 kids die every week in America. 700 kids, or is it New York? But it's in America. It's a study. I put it on Twitter, Instagram page. Since this unlawful lockdown, those deaths, most of them in the under ones, have halved. Why is that? What's the one thing that's in common with all of them? them have gone and had their vaccines because they've all been on lockdown. I mean, they're smoking gun right there. There's evidence right there. So, um, and this stupid woman who was some governor of, uh, where Dr. Tenpenny was telling me, she'd said, you got to take your kids to get the vaccines. Otherwise they're all going to die while we're on lockdown. Bring them into the parking lot. The doctors will come out to the cars. Really? Uh, anyway, those kids didn't all die on lockdown because they didn't have their vaccines. So Mrs. You are wrong. You need putting in a prison because you just lied to the public and it's genocide. That's what I'm in front of the board for. And also right. as well, um, I stated about, you know, electromagnetic radiation. And then I discovered some other little tidbits about those on the board. So they've actually just changed the barrister. That's quite interesting. They said he couldn't make it. They've got a new one in. Hmm. I'll wait and see that one. So let me get on to something else here, folks. My close friend who I love like a sister, she's my sister in Christ, has a child. Well, he's not a child, he's a young man. He's 19 and he has muscular dystrophy. And she was told it was genetic, even though she's not a carrier. No other family's tested positive. He's got muscular dystrophy. He's about the size of a nine to 10 year old. And uh, Dr. Sherry Tempany told me that vaccines cause muscular dystrophy. What a surprise. So he had his vaccines. He fell over over a week ago, fractured his neck of femur. And he's been in hospital having it plated and pinned. I can only describe as what's happened to that young man in the hospital as horrific. It was dirty. She was in there initially. She wasn't allowed in the room. And then they allowed her in. She was in there for eight hours. Then they said she had to wear an apron. I'm not sure what an apron does. Then she couldn't stay with him when she went to visit. She had to book in advance and could only stay one hour. He wasn't allowed to have any of his supplements until the doctor okayed it. Even a man, they can decide for himself. They put them where he couldn't reach them. He asked for the toilet. They said they were too busy to take him to the toilet really, the day of his surgery. So eventually, he was texting me, I'm desperate for the loo. Eventually, a bottle left him with a bottle, didn't help, and he spilled it all over the bed. This is a boy with muscular dystrophy, just had surgery, just had his femur pinned and plated in surgery. He spilled the urine all over the bed. Then a nurse starts complaining she shouldn't be working in a male ward. I mean, you couldn't make this up. And then they want to give him, the dietitian jelly and ice cream. Who gives a patient that's trying to heal sugar, switches your immunity off for four hours? Really? You know what? You couldn't make this up. This is what I mean about the dietitians. They shouldn't even be having that. They should be having foods that are easily digestible, the right amount of protein for tissues, tissue synthesis so you can heal. He also has really brittle bones, holy bones. He's been on steroids. So he should be on things that build that up. But they don't know that. But I'm not allowed to talk about that. You get struck off for that. I mean, this is like a pantomime. But anyway, I want to go on to this bit. I've got to get this bit to you. So in the NHS now, the NHS, formerly known as the healthcare system, on the NHS website, there are over 100 pages of people donating to those on the front line, the chorus line, all these healthcare individuals dancing on their TikTok videos, on full pay, quiet wards. Now, the paramedics who came out to my friend's son were amazing. Beth Trump, these are real workers. And the people that work in the care in the community or your people that have got cancer that are sick, the elderly. 
in the hospitals, all your, all your uh, organized operations have all been canceled. So the hospitals were quiet. Lots of people have been coming forward very quietly and telling me the quiet patients have said it's quiet. So they're on the front line getting discount everywhere, price shopping. And the NHS has now got a whole website and they state on it the begging. I mean, they swore. Um, if you want to donate to the NHS and you want to feature your business feature on our website for donating to the NHS, contact this email. That makes that a bribe. And that now makes the NHS racketeers. You're racketeers, NHS. what you are. It's no difference to clapping. And if you didn't come out and clap, you were frowned upon. Now, if you don't donate, are you going to be frowned upon as well if your business isn't on the NHS website? So racketeers. Anyway, the NHS. So they've now got this thing where, um, under the COVID thing, you do not resuscitate. Lots of patients have sent me their letters. Therefore, the do not resuscitate. For, for those who are generally, the do not resuscitate thing was those people that were about to die. And it was done to promote their dignity that you didn't keep resuscitating when they were about to die anyway. Doctors ask you and I've seen these letters given in some places if you're happy to sign a do not resuscitate uh, or, or that you're not going to be admitted to hospital well I would be happy about that <laughs> could you just sign a do not resuscitate that we don't resuscitate your um disabled child um are you happy about that or that they admitted to hospital for hospital care please sign this really anyway so that would be the disabled the elderly and then there were many care homes that received letters telling the staff to prepare their patients that weren't for resuscitation or for going into the hospital to have treatment. And that would be people that, like I've said, are, are sick or disabled. There was even a down gentleman. There was no agreement with his carers. He hadn't signed an agreement, no consent, yet it was in his notes for do not resuscitate. That is illegal. But under the COVID Act, it allows people that are blind or with epilepsy. There was a, a GP in Wales said that the high risk people must sign the do not resuscitate less, you know, document and not be admitted. Now NICE, that's the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence. That's a big governing body and they advise the healthcare industry. Uh, they advise the healthcare industry. I've got cat hairs up my nose and I keep feeling like I'm gonna sneeze. I must apologize for those cats. <laughs> So NICE, they grade people one to nine. They've got these categories, one to nine. One being fit and healthy, nine being one foot in the grave, literally. And that would be you're terminally ill. So on the 29th of April, 2020, NICE, I mean, NICE in itself, they should take away the NICE because they're not NICE. They're not, this is not NICE, what I'm telling you. Uh, NICE amended their resuscitation guidelines and for doctors and nurses are to review it this is the doctors and nurses in the nhs it's not what i signed up for when i went into nursing i can absolutely assure you and i don't work in the nhs don't want to i work for myself so um they these um cf is if you're five or more on this cf if, if you're five or higher that means the patient this is in inverted commas this is their quote. The patient is no longer able to achieve desired goals. What are those desired goals? Uh, I think it's things like they can't look after themselves. They can't do their own cleaning. Listen, I don't want to do my own cleaning. 
if order cleaner, I'd have one. Does that mean I'm in category five or more because I don't want to do my own cleaning? I, I have a gardener. Um, I don't want to do it because if I mow the garden, it makes my back hurt. Does that mean I'm in five or more? But anyway, what this CF means is clinical frailty. So five me means you need help with your activities of daily living. Seven means you're dependent. You need someone to wash you, care. Now, my friend's son will stand and do loads of cooking. The one who's got muscular dystrophy. He, he drives a BMW. He works as a manager at McDonald's. But I wish to add, he loves the interaction, but he doesn't eat the food. Uh, the reason he's managed to keep himself upright and out of a wheelchair so far is because he eats a really clean diet, doesn't have fluoride. But that's but but he he can't um he can't really manage very well so what category does that put him into now at the moment he'll be in a higher category because he's just fractured his femur so do you see what i mean this is uh, to be in these categories is quite scary so yeah what, well what well it's just got, hang on a minute. i, I think you've got it's, an autistic child yeah you've i got think an it's autistic child a grown child 18 19 and you're doing everything for them that means yeah. they're in that higher category so they're not, under the guidelines, going to be admitted to hospital. So what if they have a big injury and they're in category seven or eight because you look after them, do everything for them? Does that mean that they wouldn't have life-saving treatment and they do not resuscitate? Yes, that is what it means. Yeah, I think I, I think I think part of this categorizing and stuff is part of the dehumanizing of the people. I know over there... Well, someone and, else did it. Yeah, I, Someone I, else did that yeah, in I, four yeah, well, that, that's that's part of the thing that I saw coming out of the UK. Anyway, we did a story on there was a young lady. Uh, she went to I forget the thing. I would have to pull up the story. Maybe I can pull it up and put it in the archives if people want to read it. But she was over in the UK and uh, she had this this thing going on where she was confused about her gender. And she went and had the, the mastectomy and uh, all this other stuff. And then she began to find and they started this hormone treatment, and all this. And then she started reading some stuff. I think it was some scientific studies and things of this nature. And she got out of the mindset that she realized, hey, I, I, this is an issue. I, I am a woman and I really don't like the way that they didn't advise me of all these things. I, in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't know why you have to be advised of those things, but if people are confused, uh, they, they buy into the lies. That's what they're indoctrinated with. The people, the people who did this to her are responsible for not, uh, correcting her and helping her to understand she's made a woman. And uh, so she issued a thing, that, uh, a lawsuit and then we have the, them going after the elderly there. Now we're, we're hearing the no resuscitation things. All of this is just a, a thing to desensitize people and dehumanize those who really need our care. Well, well, first of all, you know, we've got to remember, and I think it's really important, and I'm not saying this to sit on the fence, and everyone knows I'm a Christian. Babies since the 60s with the MMR vaccine have been injected with, with the RNA of WI38, a female aborted fetus, MRC5, a male aborted fetus. They have been injected with loads of other stuff. Then you've got the electromagnetic radiation, which was used in the Cold War to change your thoughts, change your brain waves. This is all going to re really massive impact on everybody's body. And then when you start putting the estrogens in the water, remember that they've seen um, amphibians change sex because of the, uh, the, the estrogens in the water. So when we, we, we talk about this, you know, the General Medical Council on their website, they say that you're, you're dying if you're, you know, they, they class dying 
you're, you're in dying mode within one to 12 months. Well, I did a load of interviews last year and I interviewed people, people that were, I survived cancer my way. I interviewed a young man that was in a hospice and he was given three days to live. That was when he was 14. He's now 21. 21. So would he have been left to die under this do not resuscitate? Then I interviewed a lady called Felicity Corbin Wheeler. She's amazing, a wonderful Christian. Lost her daughter when her daughter was 20 to cancer at the Marsden, going through all the usual, you know, the chemo and everything else. She had pancreatic cancer. She weighed five stone. She was given six weeks to live. So she would have fell into this do not resuscitate. She's now in her 70s. She did B17 therapy. And she and I, I can do a show on that. And she did Gerson therapy. I interviewed so many people that were told they were going to die within three months. Todd Buttram, he's American. What an amazing man. Everyone look him up, Todd Buttram. He had melanoma. He had it had completely eaten away. It was the second time he had it, the bone in his arm. They had to put a metal rod down his arm. He was told he'd live three months if he didn't do what they wanted to do. That was, I believe, six, six seven years ago. His bone, his cancer in his arm is completely gone. And he had a, a tumor in his brain, but he had gamma knife for that. But then he did the Gerson therapy. He did hydrogen peroxide. He did B17, vitamin C. He's an amazing man. Works for the US government as a patent officer. And he's a good friend of mine. So would he have fallen into this if that was in the UK? Yes. So now what you have, I'm going to say this. And, uh, and I will say it. You have doctors and nurses you're in the eugenics program. Let me tell you, it's no different to what went on. Those doctors from the eugenics program started taking organs before the Second World War. Then they all went to work for the concentration camps. Then after the war, under Operation Paperclip, after the Nuremberg trials, only a few of them were hung. The rest of them all came to work for Bayer and IG Fob and the pharmaceutical companies. And that eugenics program alive and well today. So you have doctors and nurses now continue it. It's a mercy death. It's a, they call it, you know, I think, I think that uh, mercy killing was, was in October 1939 that was first listed under a man called Adolf. You can all work out his second name. So the eugenics program is there. So Matt Hancock's and all these governments have passed all this thing with the COVID Act and now do not resuscitate. That's all our children with. And that's our people that have got illnesses, this, this category critical frailty category who's deciding that uh, and who falls into that i wonder what i wonder what piece i fall into because i've had cancer because i've got still got autoimmune thyroid disease because i've had so many vaccines i wonder what category i fall into even though i'm really fit and well and i do everything myself but i choose not to um i wait till i can see tumbleweeds of cat fur rolling around before i vacuum that's true but uh do you see what I'm saying? It's so messed up. Where the health service was there, free healthcare at the point of source for all in the UK. That's what the NHS was set up for. Now the NHS using this system is deciding who gets to live, who gets to die, who gets treatment. Because that whole do not resuscitate thing was put in place for people that were definitely about to die. If you were about to die riddled with cancer or disease or you don't want to keep resuscitating them. It's cruel. It's painful for them. I can understand that bit. But for everyone else that they're... I had a patient rang me up in a, in a tiz. She was so upset. She went to the hospital for an eye infection. But because she's stage four, even though she's completely all right walking around, she's just got nodules in her lungs from her 
recurrence of breast cancer. She's completely all right, does all her own cleaning, does all her own shopping. She's fine. She's my age. Uh, they, they came straight in as soon as she was admitted and gave her a do not resuscitate form. Are you kidding me? That's murder. It's murder. Yeah, There's of course no it is. There's no other word for it. Of course it is. I, You're the, literally, it's outrageous. Yep. And these very people are holding me in front of the board to say that I'm bringing the, 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 the nursing profession into disrepute. You should give me a medal for exposing these lies and deceivers. Don't take me out of the equation. Get me right up there because you know what? It's outrageous. This is legal killing. There's no other word for it. Then you've got Erin, the nurse in America, who videoed what she saw in the hospital in New York, a patient coming in who was anxious. He said he got COVID. He needed to be sedated and ventilated. Really? I've never... If someone's really injured and you want to get the brain as much oxygen as possible, maximum profusion of oxygen, they sedate and put them on a ventilator. But a guy coming in with hyperventilated, she had a dentist working in there. She said they were just practicing on the patients. Then he was for do not resuscitate when they pumped him full of drugs and the guy died. 37, anxiety. Said he had COVID, said on the screen he didn't have it. So now she's about to get sued for breaching patient confidentiality. This is crazy. And this is a numbers game. This is a numbers game. The more of us that go, we don't believe this. One fifth of the UK population don't believe that it's COVID-19. They believe it's a hoax. That means that there's four fifths out there that are either A, brainwashed, or B, they're liars. There's a lot of nurses and doctors out there that know it's a lie. And if you're not speaking up, you're complicit in genocide. It doesn't matter what way you put it, you're complicit in the murders. Well, I, I have a question here because with regard to that, and then I'm going to get a Joy's question to you. Um, I wonder, some of these people, you've talked about the way they, they've been acting, the nurses and doctors over there. They've been acting like they're at a sideshow on a Barnum and Bailey circus thing. And, um, and, and they, they've been using instruments. They've been, they videoed themselves. It's ridiculous. Uh, they videoed themselves oh, using hundreds things. Hundreds of videos. Yeah, using like crutches, like a trombone, and then, uh, you know, different things as instruments, like they were forming a band. And it's like, uh, I thought this was a war zone here. I thought you guys were overrun with things. And, and that's in the UK. That's not even here in the, in the United States. And, and then it's like, do they even care? To look up any of this stuff that you're talking about, I would venture to say... No, they don't know it. Yeah, I would venture to say many of them have been indoctrinated, like Dr. Andrew Kaufman said on Monday. They've been indoctrinated. They've been fed all of the information in medical school, nursing school, whatever the case may be. And they say they have to learn it so they can regurgitate it for their testing so they can get their sheepskin and get on with their life. And they don't debate it. They don't question anything. And I think a lot of it has to do with their indoctrination. They don't ask questions. Now, I've got a question from Joy. She's from Denmark. And she says, what about painkillers like Panadil? Uh, She says she has to take 500 milligrams twice a day and also taking 75 milligrams of Paragabellin. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Along with it for bad sciatic nerve pain uh, cause of prolapse disc in her lower back? Well, first of all, you're not addressing the problem. You're just taking the painkillers to mask it. You know, if you've got a prolapse disc, have you, have you seen an amazing chiropractor? Have you seen an osteopath? Um, are you addressing why you've got that? You know, there's so many things you need to address because if you've got that sciatic, are you taking lots of foods that are natural anti-inflammatories? That 
disc is pressing on that nerve and irritating it. What are you, what's being done for that? What's actually being done for that? There are many other things you can do. Do you know that coffee enemas, coffee enemas were first used in the first world war because they didn't have any opiates. They were in the Merck medical manual. They gave pain relief to the soldiers in the first world war. I myself used coffee enemas as the Gerson therapy when I had a second surgery. I came home and took no painkillers and I did my coffee enemas and I did five a day and it took away my pain completely. Um, so you've got to remember there are, I, I'm not saying be in pain, but certainly start looking at other ways that you can reduce that. I'm not on cannabis oil, but I know a woman who is, D. Manny Mitchell. She's on Facebook. She wrote the book, Follow the Cancer Brick Road. She's incredible. She has survived triple negative breast cancer. I don't know anyone that survives that really following allopathic she's a big she helps so many people in pain with cannabis oil this is a thing you could as well you've also got Corrie Elland the Canadian lady who successfully cured herself of rectal cancer she's very famous Corrie Elland she's got a cannabis oil radio show I've I she's on my um also on my Facebook page I've just got to put the link actually not uh, on my Facebook page but she's also on my new YouTube channel I need to put the link of where to find it because I've just reloaded the video. But uh, she's amazing. She, if you're in the States or in Canada, contact her for pain control. This is things that you should consider instead of taking drugs that have masses of side effects. Why do you think they make cannabis oil illegal? Why do you think it has so many sanctions? Because they know it works. Doctors are not even trained in the endocannabinoid system. And yet it exists in the human body. So certainly, I just want to add here, Tim, going back to the, the nurses. I nearly said the dancing nurses. Yes, we are indoctrinated. I was. We are. But we also, when we're presented with evidence, we are supposed to, under our code of conduct, say abreast, stay abreast of it. We're supposed to go and look it up, not go, I'm not listening to that. I have come up against nurses who have been utterly outrageous, and they've actually been reported now on my page by lots and lots of people. One nurse actually said to a gentleman on there, am I paying your benefit? Utterly disgusting. When many people are losing their jobs, uh, I believe Trump's just announced 1.5 million people in America losing their jobs. We're going to have 20, 30% in the UK unemployed. Never been heard of in my lifetime. Kate, Kate, can you hang and on? You hang on. Those of you listening by Red State Talk Radio, we're having to cut off. You can catch Kate. Tomorrow should be back on Facebook tomorrow night. Uh, Kate Shamarani, you can catch her on Twitter, Kate Shamarani, and Instagram as well. And she's setting up a video channel. And so if you guys will hang on, if you want to join us, we'll stay over for a few more minutes here uh, with Kate. You can jump on Setting Brush Fires at YouTube, or you can catch us on the Facebook pages, DLive, any of that other stuff. We'll talk to you on Monday, unless you're joining us in a minute. Okay. All right. We're back on the other side. I wanted to get that out of the way because we're running out of time. And usually we run over because there's so much information that we're giving out here. And um, that somebody made mention of a Bowen therapist. I don't know if that was in response to the lower back thing. Are you familiar with one of those guys? No, no, but text it to me because I love when I learn new stuff. Okay. And, and I'll learn it all and come back to you on it. Okay. All right. Well, they were just making mention of that. Now, I hated to cut you off, but you were finishing up something there, and I wanted to finish up your thought uh, on that. And if you had anything else, we're going to let you have that. Uh, what was I talking about there? Oh, yeah, the nurses. So, look, you know, 
we're supposed to find out. So you've got people unemployed losing their jobs and you've got a nurse who's on full pay saying, am I paying your unemployment benefit? Disgusting. The point is, some of them are so arrogant. They've been so empowered believing they're heroes. No, you're not. You're not heroes. You're doing your job. You're doing a job that you signed up for as a vocation. You're getting full pay when people are not being paid and people are losing their jobs. You're not heroes. You're doing a job. Now, I no longer work on the front line. Years ago, I did. I choose not to. But it doesn't matter. There's many people that they're not classed as, I mean, what is this line? And what is this key worker? These are all from the Nazi, Nazi uh, um, time. They use the exact same words. But these people feel so empowered that they can talk to the public like it, shout at the public. Um, and they, they have no right to do that. And, and then another nurse on her page had written, thank you for clapping for the NHS. If you want to protect us, stay the F-U-C-K at home. I mean, it's outrageous. Who would write that? Letting it because they feel so empowered and, and as though they're now they can get away with anything, including murder. No, you can't. You can't get away with it. It's absolutely wrong. You have no right to what's more. Why do we need to stay home to protect the NHS? The NHS is there to protect the people, to, to get the people healthy again. The people indeed pay for it. They pay for it with their national insurance. It's outrageous. And yet they're believing this. Now they're being awarded with all this. They post it on all their pages. Here's our latest discount. Here's our latest discount. You want full pay. You don't need the discount. What about all the people that can't feed their children, can no longer now afford clothing to their kids and shoes? because they're unemployed or they can't pay their rent. Think for a minute. It's so utterly vulgar. Now, I just do want to say there are a lot of nurses out there who are also horrified. They don't want the discount. They don't priority shop. They don't go ahead of the queue. They don't take advantage of these discounts because they feel bad. And that's how I see it. I, I just see it as utterly, utterly disgusting. And shame on you if you're doing it. Absolutely shame on you. You know who you are. And you will answer for it. So as for those very people reporting me just because, what, because I named it, because I called you out, because I presented you with the evidence and you didn't want to read it. You know what? Never attack God's own ever. Because when you speak the word and God has called on all of us to speak the word, you're, you're really in bed with Satan there. And all I'm doing is praying for you. Well, I, I think there are there are those things. There's the the ramifications of of having socialized medicine, like you were saying in the UK. I mean, we have a form of that. We have a form. Of, people don't think that we do. As soon as you get into where government is covering Medicare, Medicaid, and I know you pay for it, people. Yeah, I know you pay for it, people. But that is the step towards full on communism. It is a it is a form of socialism, despite what our president says over here. Uh, we have been and doing that for a long time. And then if you don't match the grades of critical, critical scale, you'll be euthanized. Yeah. Well, and that's I think that's where they're going with a lot of things. They don't have a problem murdering the most oh, innocent among us in ways. Tim. Yeah, go ahead. Tim, sorry to interrupt you. They've just announced in the UK that uh, after the frontline workers, anybody over 50 gets their vaccination next. What a surprise. That would mean that that kill shot, which Dr. Judy Mikovich said, you know, she expects 50 million Americans to die if they have that vaccine almost straight away. Does that mean that we're not going to be collecting our state pensions? Hmm. Because the pensions are all gone because the economy is going to collapse by design. Hmm. Interesting, that one. Bring all your 50-year-olds and we'll kill them off quicker. 
Yeah, I no, I I know. It, it, they, we had the uh, story come out from Bill Gates's <laughs> wife the other week, who said that after the healthcare workers are vaccinated, they want to actually target black people, and it, it it's reminiscent of uh, Margaret Sanger. Uh, and her speaking about the minorities, they're like weeds. And again, here on the Sons of Liberty Radio, look, we take and, and present the things of the biblical nature, which the Bible says that God's created all men one blood, and he's formed the boundaries in which they, they live. And so your skin color is just uh, a characteristic uh, that came down from the same parents as you know white people had, black people had, red people have, yellow people have. All of them are the same because they're made in the image of God. And so they try to make these things about that. Now, in speaking about the issue of race, and that is something that some people target because they have an evolutionary view of uh, creation, and they don't even look at it as creation. They look at it as an accident or you know whatever happened. Uh, in, their, in their push towards doing that, they become real, real criminals in their minds and then in their actions. And this is why there's a call to repentance over those kinds of things of putting their faith in God and in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I got some noise going on in the background here. But they're called to do that because part of the commandments, the sixth commandment is you shall not murder. And the positive side to that is you're supposed to be helping people keep their lives, whether that's defending them from an aggressor or whether that is if they're sick, whether they're beaten. We read that in the story of the Good Samaritan. And you know what? In all of those cases, it isn't the government that comes and does this for you. It's the people themselves. Government can't be charitable. If, if they say they're being charitable with your money or they're investing with your money, they're lying to you. You are called to be charitable. We are called to be charitable with one another, not the government. And I think people fall into that trap quite often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's quite scary. But, uh, I, I, you know, what, what I see now in the healthcare and what I've seen, that's why I don't care. I say it all over Twitter. I go, when I mention the NHS, the National Health Service, I say, the NHS, the health, uh, formerly known as the healthcare system. How can you call that a healthcare system when they're, when they're actually saying who can, be, who can have treatment and who can be resuscitated? And it's no longer people that are literally on their last legs. It's actually, they decide, they decide, they decide, oh, you've got a disability, you're autistic, you've got Downs, uh, you, you've got t- stage four cancer, even though you might live another two years with that, uh, you know, you, you can't have any treatment, you can't have uh, any, you won't be admitted to the hospital, that's the other thing, and uh, you won't be for resuscitation. So that's, what is that? Uh, to me, that, that, that's a eugenics program. That's a final solution. That's what that is. No, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. All right, so we went over a little bit. You've got to go get your midday sun because of that vitamin D. It's out I'm today. Out there. I can I'm tell. out there planting. <laughs> I'm going outside to plant. I can see that. And Alistair, <laughs> I know Alistair's watching your show. Okay. And Hi, Alistair. Alistair's watching your show. <laughs> and uh, he's coming home. His hospital bed arrived today. And he's, and uh, we've got a wheelchair here already as well. And a commo- we've got a wheelchair, but he's got a commode. We've got a new wheelchair that my son had. And uh, we were just talking last night how we can rig up a, a blow-up children's paddling pool in the conservatory. And we could get him into it upright and we could we could pour water over him and, and so that he can and a watering can with hot water in so that he can have a shower because we can't get him upstairs. But you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Incidentally, I just want to say this because um he was supposed to be out of bed every day. And when his mum arrived at one in the afternoon, they still hadn't got him out of bed because the healthcare assistants working with the nurse didn't know how to use the uh, banana board to slide. 
So long ago, nurses were stopped from lifting patients because of back injury. And uh, well, I mean, he's bantamweight. He's that little what we can no longer lift. We're not allowed to. And, and this is it, you see. I don't know what nursing is anymore. I really don't. I don't know what it's become. And, and I don't want to be part of what that is. But I, I'm sure as hell not going to let them take my registration without digging my heels in. Uh, it doesn't change my work, incidentally. I can still work without it. But the point is, I worked really hard for that and spent a lot of money getting it. So for telling the truth and, and trying to put patient safety first and for, for trying to stop genocide, you want to shut me up? I'll only shut up when God decides that I join him. Yeah, well, there, some of the things that I heard before, and we'll close out the show with this, some of the things I've heard before from uh, people over in the UK was this, uh, I, I don't know if it was the National Health Service or not or whatever, but they had implemented things that just sounded ridiculous. If there's like, I don't know, a half inch of snow on the ground, you're not supposed to be driving unless you're an emergency worker. If somebody falls into the if somebody falls into the lake, you can't go in there and get them because you might drown and then you can be fine for that. I mean, it was just wacko stuff that was just trying to keep people from being charitable. The very thing that Jesus talked about, about loving your neighbor. They're trying to get people not to do the very things that they're supposed to do. And I think that's coming, that's been coming very slowly in the U.S. because uh, of, of, Probably our foundations. That's what I'm going to say. They're they're having to take different approach. They're having to do it very incre- uh, incrementally, and uh, so that's part of the problem that goes on there, guys. Um, we're going to let Kate go get her son. And uh, Kate, thank you for joining us again today. We appreciate you very much. The people love you in the chat room. They really do. Remind and- me to tell you about the good old English pubs next week. They just come up with the most <laughs> ridiculous rule. Okay, you can't even. You can't have a pint without leaving your address and who you are for tracking you. Wow. Oh, well, here's the thing. You guys have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. 6 a.m. Monday, Lynn Taylor is going to have something for us. You don't want to miss. And then on Tuesday, we're going to have Carl Schwartz. Um, Kate mentioned him. We got him set up for Tuesday morning. And then I think we've got somebody that we're scheduling for Thursday. And then I think, if my dates are right, probably Friday, if I've got... I'm going to tell people things that I, I probably am jumping at. But I'm thinking either Thursday or Friday, we're going to have Dr. Chuck Baldwin on. You guys uh, know Chuck has been calling out the things of the Christian Zionists and uh, explaining something that I've known for quite a while. But it's great to have a man like that who has the audience that he has to explain modern-day Israel is not biblical Israel. And it gets us in a lot of trouble politically and domestically here in the United States as well as in our, in our foreign policy. So you don't want to miss those things. So we'll catch you on Monday, 6 a.m., Lord willing. You guys take care.